0: Some of Arizona's biggest flaws come to the forefront against the Oregon Ducks and Eugene. Are these correctable or are these things that Arizona fans need to get used to watching? Let's get started here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, Arizona, uh, Arizona, Oregon basketball. Let's talk about it. That because that's what everybody's talking about right now. Um, Oregon, uh, Arizona goes into the game against the Oregon Ducks, and you got to remember that Arizona was not, or excuse me, that uh, Oregon was nine and eight on the season. Um, so they were far from world beaters. But what you saw in a game with it against Arizona was a team in Oregon that wanted it more. Now, again, we're going to go player by player, break everything down, talk about the talent levels, the talent disparities, all of that. But when Arizona has had some struggling performances of late, the last thing that you really want to have to worry about or have to talk about is a lack of effort. And that's certainly something that uh, Arizona showed And, you know, it starts in the backcourt and it starts, um, you know, and we're just going to go position by position now. But between the lack of effort, the lack of athleticism, there are some very troubling signs right here. Now, the first thing that we need to talk about is the perimeter. Um, At times this year, the perimeter has been good enough for Arizona, but there's also been a lot of times where it hasn't been good enough for Arizona. This was one of those games. And the thing about this uh, team is, they not only are they a little bit limited but they all have some real some real limitations and let's again we're talking the perimeter here and we'll get to the big men but let's first let's talk about uh, Kirk Reese at the point guard spot i think it's fair enough to say at this point that Kirk Reese is just not a very good shooter um i think people want him to be a good shooter but you know the the form looks nice he looks confident taking the shot but it doesn't go in um, and I think that's where I think that's where people got to be are, are a little frustrated in that it just doesn't go in and you know, honestly, Arizona fans have seen a lot of that. Now again, I don't need him to be a great shooter, but I need him to be a guy who can shoot somewhere around consistently somewhere around I don't know 40 uh, percent from 3, 40 percent from the field. Now the reason that you need him to be able to shoot, that percentage is – and hold on just a second. Here. The reason you need him to be able to shoot at that percentage is because he doesn't have a great um, – there's nothing about uh, – defensively, he's always going to be somewhat limited. He's not a guy that can make a ton he's, – he's not a guy that can really get up and guard people, mainly because he's not a super athlete. He can't really – and he's not the strongest dude in the world. So he's always limited defensively. Offensively, um, you know, he's—we've talked about it. He's an underrated uh, facilitator. I do believe that, but he's also very—he's also, if if he can't shoot the ball, then his limitations really come to the forefront. So again, that's something that I think that Arizona fans are just going to kind of have to deal with during the totality of Kerr's career. Um, then you get to Courtney Ramey. And I'm going to keep quoting Doug Gottlieb on this, where he said, and because he's spot on, he said, there are no pros in the transfer portal. He said, what there are are guys that you could maybe, uh, you know, fit, who could maybe fit in, but there are no real pros in the transfer portal because they would be in the NBA or they would be somewhere else. So Courtney Ramey comes in. And he averages, uh, you know, he's he's averaging four point, or excuse me, uh, for four years at Texas, he averaged between uh, nine to 11 points per game. And I think a lot of Arizona fans were saying, oh, well, you know, Chris Beard, not a great offensive coach. Well, come to find out that also Arizona, or that uh, Courtney Ramey is just kind of limited offensively. That's just the way that it is. Um, I'm a little surprised by his lack of burst, being able to get off the, the uh you know, off the dribble. Uh, I thought that would be maybe something to be a little bit better at. You I know, mean, I thought he showed that at Maui, but that's been kind of the issue right now is that, and there's also been a lack of effort. But the one thing that I think everybody's a little surprised about is that he came in with the reputation of being a pretty good defender. And we haven't really seen any of that um, here, in, uh, uh, here at Arizona. Maybe that emerges, but we're halfway through the season and we haven't seen any of that that's emerged. So, Ramey, um, he's not limited athletically uh, like Kerr is, but he also is just not very just kind of there. Um, then you got Pella Larson. Um, now, I always need to preface this by saying we're very fortunate to have Tommy Lloyd here in Tucson. So, again, not you know bashing Tommy Lloyd in the least, um, but he oversold Pella Larson. Um, I don't. I don't think that there's any doubt about that. Um, Pella is probably the best perimeter defender on the team, but offensively, he's not very good. Um, he can't dribble the ball at all and he's not a good shooter. Um, that's uh, you know, I think that's something that's certainly uh <laughs> bared itself out part of the pun in that, you know, his turnover numbers are fairly high. Um, and, and, he really just can't shoot the ball or shoot the ball. I mean, he's shooting about mid twenties from three point range. He shot kind of in the mid thirties from three point range last year. No, that's just not good enough. Um, Especially when your coach is talking about how you could possibly be an all conference type player. That's just not, again, that's just not good enough. You'd like to see a lot more out of him. And, you know, again, There's just limitations right there. And those three guys are all in different ways limited. Um, And I don't know that there's anything that Arizona or Arizona coaching staff can do about that. You know, it's just kind of the way it is. Now, up front, and we'll get to the reserves, we'll get to the bench. But uh, up front, because there is some good news here. um, Azulis Tabelas is still, whoever, wherever he's playing, whoever he's playing against, he's been absolutely great. Um, He's been the player of the year in the conference, in my opinion. And not only has he been the player of the year in the conference, he's been a first-team All-American type. And not only that, I think that he's able to – not only that, I think that he's uh, – besides being a first-team All-American type, he's put up together one of the better years that Arizona's had for their big men. And keep in mind, that is a – you know that's a big uh, that's that's a big uh, that's a big thing to have right there because Arizona's had some really good big men and Azulis Tabellas. He there's re- nothing really that you can complain about with him. Not a great defender, but again, when when Arizona relies on him to do as much as he's done, you're going to give him a little bit of a pass there. Um, Umar Ballo again, he's been very good this season. The one thing though, and this came out again against Oregon, is that he is limited in certain ways and he's limited against length. Um, Umar can, uh, he can bully, uh, he can bully smaller guys. And that's a great uh, thing to have. He can bully smaller guys, but when he goes up against somebody as tall as him, as big as him, um, you know, and longer than him, it's generally an issue and it was an issue against, uh, Oregon, um, and sometimes it goes to show you too that stats don't tell you everything because in Folly Dante is, you know, was just better than him. He was a better basketball player than him. And you know, that's not something that, you know, Umar is light years better than he was, but you also got to remember though that it's, you know, there's a little bit of a, you know, there's some more limitations physically when it comes to him and you saw that in that uh, in Folly Dante. It was just easier for him. He was able to get to the basket. He was able to make plays in manners in which Umar Ballo just can't. Um, you know, that's just the difference right there. Now, the uh, a little bit of a something that I also has been was very good though for Arizona fans is Kylan Boswell. Now, everybody remembers that Kylan Boswell uh, transferred in from, or excuse me, transferred in uh, early enrollee from compass prep, uh, here in, uh, Arizona, uh, dealing with a foot injury. He was only 17 when he, uh, signed, or he's still only 17. He'll be 17 all year, but Boswell is really starting to come along. Um, Boswell is at about, uh, you know, he, he had one of his best games of his career, maybe the best game of his career against Oregon and, it was uh, it was something that was very very impressive to see. Um, you know, six of eleven from the field. He was finishing around the hoop. Not only was he finishing around the hoop, he was making athletic. He was making athletic plays as well. Um, and he's going to be the uh, he's going to be that guy for the future. I would start Kylan Boswell now at the that lead guard spot, and maybe put Kirk Crease uh, off the ball, but. Uh, there's no doubt about it kylan boswell is the future of that position and he brings a little bit of an athletic factor a little bit of a dynamic factor that uh, arizona is sorely missing now um now let's talk a little bit about recruiting here and that's all right so first of all linkedin um this segment is brought to you by linkedin get the applicants you need for free Again, sponsored by LinkedIn, linkedin.com backslash Locked On College. Post your job for free. Everybody has LinkedIn, and the reason that everybody has LinkedIn is because it works. Generally, when word of mouth spreads in the manner in which it does, um, it's because things work. LinkedIn is that LinkedIn works. Check it out. Um, again, you can get jobs. You can find people, all kinds of really good stuff. Now, this uh, segment, though, we're going to talk a little bit about recruiting. Arizona is going to need to bring in athleticism on the perimeter. Um, And I don't know that that's going to happen this year, Uh, this offseason. You can maybe do some things in the, uh, um, you can uh, maybe do some things that, uh, um, you know, kind of work around the edges a little bit. But this is going to be a position where Arizona is going to have to essentially. Arizona is going to essentially have to uh, wait until the next year, because that's when you got Jamari Phillips coming in. That's when you've got potentially, wink, wink, Carter Bryant coming in. But right now you're going to have to kind of work around the edges a little bit. Again, KJ Lewis, big fan of KJ Lewis on this show. As so many of you know, he's a good player. Um, But uh, Andy's athletic as well, but, You know, again, um, he's going to be a freshman. Arizona is going to try to have to find some things in the transfer portal here. We'll see how successful they are doing it. But, um, again, like Doug Gottlieb said, there are no pros in the transfer portal, and that's certainly something you got to keep in mind. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with you. Let's talk about this coming weekend coming up as well for the Arizona Wildcats. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, now the Oregon, after coming off that uh, terrible performance against the Oregon Ducks, Arizona is back in. Uh, Arizona is back in uh, in play right here, and you got the LA schools coming to town. Now the LA schools are going to be fascinating because again, uh, both of them are playing their best ball of the year. Uh, USC has gotten healthy, and you got to remember as well that UCLA is in the top five in the nation, right? Or going to be in the top five in the nation. I am going to go out on record here and say that Arizona is going to beat both of these teams and everything's going to look good again. Um, mainly because you're going to be in McHale. I would hope that you'll have everybody's, uh, I would hope that they'll have everybody's attention um, at that point. Uh, that, <laughs> But um, let's talk, let's talk about USC first. Uh, I like Andy Enfield, the head coach at USC. A lot of people don't like Andy Enfield. I think that they're generally uh, looking for uh, reasons not to like somebody. But he's a good player. or He's a good coach, though. And um, uh, They're long. They're athletic. But with Drew Peterson, he's one of the handful of best players in the conference. Um, he That's a guy that Arizona's going to have to keep an eye on. But I think Arizona should be able to win this game. Um, again, it's at home. These are the kind of games that you need to be able to take advantage of. And then some of the other guys that, uh, and then you, you look ahead to UCLA a little bit as well. Um, UCLA is how do I put this? UCLA is um, this is one of Mick Cronin's best teams, and they went into the re- they went into this season highly ranked for a reason, and the reason they went into the re- uh, season hardly ranked or uh, or the reason that they went into the season ranked is that. Um, You know, uh, you've got Jaime Hawkins, you've got, uh, Tiger Campbell. You've got a bunch of different guys like that, but more so than anything. And I think this is something to keep in mind too. They do have some flaws because keep in mind, even though they're playing good ball, they've also struggled to a certain extent. Um, they've also struggled to a certain extent and that's, uh, um, against certain teams and they're not big again, when you've got, uh, when you got Bona down low. He's your one athletic big man, um, but after that, it's a lot of six foot six, six foot seven guys. But also, you can make the case too that those six foot six, six foot seven athletic guys are going to cause a little bit of problems for Arizona as well, because we've talked about Arizona's lack of athleticism right there. But Jalen Clark, uh, Jaime Hocke,es Tiger Campbell, uh, you know David Singleton. Amari Bailey, you've got you got a lot of guys that can play there. This is going to be have to be a game though where um this is going to have to be a game though where Arizona is going to Arizona's going to have to, you know, be able to beat them up down low and we'll find out where uh, where they're at. Um but if Arizona can get back and you got to remember too in college basketball sometimes and in basketball in general, um that, uh, there are some lapses. There are some times where, you know, um, you just don't play, you just don't play very good. You just don't play very well for a while. And that's certainly something that's happened with Arizona. They're going to have every opportunity to get back on the winning side of it, though. It'll be interesting to see how that does play out. Um, all right. Now let's just say though, that you're looking into, you're looking at and you're saying yourself, you know, Hmm. I'd like to be able to bet on Arizona, UCLA. And you're thinking to yourself, where could I bet? All right. Well, I'm glad you asked because here's where I can tell you where you can bet. Bet online sports book. The bet online sports book is one of the, uh, the most high profile sports books out there. And the reason that everybody is using it is because it's good and it works. It's easy. I can't tell you how many times people have told me they're like, you know, I like getting on the bet online Sportsbook because you can hop on there and you can find everything that you need and it's easy from odds, news scores, you name it, they got it. So let's say that you want to bet on Arizona. You want to bet against Arizona, whatever the case may be, the bet online Sportsbook is where it is at. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with you. We're going to wrap this up, talk big picture about Arizona and some of the reserves. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now, um, one thing that we didn't talk a ton about is the uh, diminishing bench for Arizona as well. Um, We talked earlier about how Arizona could have eight, nine guys that can all play. That number is rapidly dwindling. Uh, Henry Vassar, Dylan Anderson, uh, not really getting many minutes for Arizona, and you can make the case that that's, you know, whatever um but then on top of that you've also got Adama Ball who I think a lot of people had high expectations for and he's not been able to get to that next uh he's not been able to get to that next level as well and I think that's what's um I think that's what's a little frustrating about uh you know is that I think a lot of people hope that he would make that leap he hasn't been able to make that leap so You know, do do with that as you will, but the bench is not uh, as strong as I think some people were hoping it would be. Okay, but again, big picture, you still got to remember this is a top twenty team in the country. Um, We thought going into the year that this would uh, their preseason ranking of about seventeen was pretty good. Um, Arizona was a little bit of the victim of their own success and kind of came back to bite them there a little bit. Um, So. That's, you know, that's, that's where it, it, that's where it is with Arizona. You always have to worry a little bit though, about, like I said, the lack of athleticism, but if Arizona, I'll just pose this question for everybody out there. If Arizona beats UCLA, if Arizona beats USC, where are we at? Then again, are you pushing, are you knocking on that top 10 door again? Where are you at? Because you're right in that spot where you're kind of uh, looking at, you know, looking at that two, that three line again. So again, a tough week for Arizona, tough, you know, tough stretch right here, to be honest with you, but they're going to have every opportunity to be able to bounce back. And I think as an Arizona fan, you want them to be able to bounce back. You want, you're happy games are in play right here because uh, not only are you happy that these games are in play, uh, play, um, you, you, you want them you want to be able to match yourself against the best teams out there and again we'll find out where it is but as always appreciate you have a great rest of your monday we're in back to back 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 mode so we'll be back with you tomorrow as always you've been thanks for listening to locked on wildcats